0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, thanks for listening today. I am certainly glad to be back with you. Thanks for allowing my associate, I mean not my associate, I'm his associate now, Pastor Alan Chaney, uh, to handle the show for the last uh, week or two. I appreciate his help giving me time to mend, and some wonder what happened to me, I just Simply fell on my front lawn, trying to mow up leaves, gained some momentum, and took an airborne flight and landed on my ribs, broke my T11 and T7, and had a nice internal bleed around my kidney, and uh, just had my second CT scan, and it still shows the blood is still coagulated in there, and so hopefully it starts dis- dissipating into my bloodstream, but I am feeling better. I slept in my bed for the first time for a few hours instead of the lounge chair. But I thought to myself, I need to get out and do something and get back into a little bit of a routine. And it's not terribly hard to sit at a desk at the studio uh, to share. But I want you to know what's happened. I don't know what's wrong with me. I've told people I think I need to go into a bubble and become the bubble boy because uh, I've Broke my ribs three times in four years, and uh, two on one side, uh, the other instant, on the other side, from crazy accidents, just crazy, crazy accidents, but I don't know. I think I'm going to have to get somebody to help me with my leaves and all that kind of thing in the future. You know, you hate recognizing you're getting older, but the truth of the matter is I am getting older, and obviously not as coordinated as I think I am, you know. Once you're an athlete, you think you can do anything all your life. But uh, uh, obviously, that isn't true. <laughs> so, But I'm happy. Things are good. God's good. I'm enjoying life, and I, I'm I'm back. I got to visit somebody in the hospital today. I'm uh, more and more trying to get back into the routines that I have. I got a lot of mission work I have to do. And so anyway, hopefully I'm back in the radio for a period of time, and I'd like to do some interviews and have some guests on, and just uh, keep going the right direction. I want to say I did have a great uh, a time at the legislature. They had their legislature meeting, the December meeting, a couple weeks ago, and they elected Mike Moyle the Speaker of the House, and I'm thrilled about that. I like Mike, and Mike's a great guy, and I just uh, I'm so glad to have him as the Speaker of the House, and. It was so good to meet all those people. Do you know in the House of Representatives, there's 31 new representatives. It is going to be like getting to know a whole bunch of people over again. But people seem to feel good about our, the rookies coming in or the freshmen, they call them. And it's going to be an interesting year. I look forward to it. It starts January 9th. And I appreciate my time working for Scott Bedke as the Speaker of the House uh, Scott is a fine man, and I tell you what, he uh, he runs a great ship. He's going to be a phenomenal lieutenant governor, and in my estimation, he'd be a great governor someday, but that's just, well, after watching him for 10 years and seeing how he operates, uh, you know, he's a no-nonsense guy that gets things done. And so, but there's a lot of great people, by the way, the House Representative Representatives, sometimes People always get down on government people. But I'm telling you what, there are some many fine Christian people there and people that love the Lord and people that uh, really want to see Idaho go well. Oh, yes, there's times people say things we disagree with. You know, we all have a little bit of political uh, bias in us on some things, and I think every person does. But the most important thing is that we keep focused on the things of God I'm glad I'm able to start with prayer and start with a scripture verse and to be able to uh, uh, try to lead them in the right direction. And I I feel really good about this uh, coming year. Just um, pray that I stay healthy. You know, and I'm so thankful for Pastor Allen. My goodness, uh, it's been great to have him as a lead pastor. I'm finishing my first year as an understudy, as an associate, and I have loved it. He has taken on all the major responsibilities. My My stress level has gone way down. I'm enjoying life uh, to the very fullest, and so I'm very happy about that. And anyway, that was just kind of my four-minute update, so I want to dive into Ephesians chapter 2 and uh, share a little bit today, and then I'm going to share, I hope to be sharing from here on out, so we'll see what happens. Our Heavenly Father, thanks. Thanks for mending me and healing me and And that I can be back in the studio. I thank you for Pastor Alan filling in for me and his willingness. I thank you for our listeners who are fabulous people. God bless them. Lead them. Give them a great Christmas, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Chapter 2, Ephesians. As for you, you are dead in your transgressions and sins. And, of course, this is Paul talking to the church at Ephesus. And in which you used to live with you followed the ways of the world... End of the ruler of the kingdom, the heir, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient, all of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying in cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts, like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in his mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is a grace. You have been saved by grace, and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with Him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages He might show the incomparable riches of His grace expressed in His kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God. It's not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Well, Paul is sharing some great truths to the Ephesian people. He was letting them know, people, all of you were lost. All of you were following the sins and the cravings of the world. Every person that listened there and listen now, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, according to the book of Romans. Everyone has sinned. And so God needs all of us to repent, which means turn away from sin. Why did God take care of us? Why did God give us that opportunity? It says because of his love for us. He loved us so much. He wants us to make good decisions. That's why he's given every one of us a choice. You have a choice to do right or a choice to do wrong. You have a choice to make a great decision or a choice to make a poor decision. Today, wherever you're at, you're going to have a choice to make. And folks, I pray that every choice you make that has significance, that you would say, Lord, lead me in this decision. Lord, show me your hand. Show me your way. I want to follow you and you only. And Lord, if I slip off the path, gently stir me back on the path because we want to follow him with everything we have. My small group at church, I, I'm involved in a small group, as mo, a lot of people are in our church, and we went to the movie The Chosen this uh, last couple weeks, and it was just wonderful. I loved it. I loved uh, how how the Jesus that was portrayed here shared. And, of course, it's not a word-for-word word, uh gospel account but it's it's a, a story and it's, it's just very fascinating and I could see Jesus saying some of the things he said in this I mean it was a very moving time if you haven't seen this one that's out the new chosen you ought to see it because it is very moving it really it's the, actually the first two episodes of year three. But I, we need Christians to go and attend these things because it's all about people wanting to see God at work and seeing the power of God work in lives. And, and what I liked there's just a lot of realism in it, not a lot of fantasy. Sometimes we think about the Word of God and we think about all these elevated things. Our mind goes to almost perfection because we think, oh, it had to be this way. But to know that the disciples were real, they were real people with real struggles, and every one of us is real, but the God of heaven wants to raise us up and serve Jesus Christ so that we can be a living witness for him and help change the world. Remember, verse 8 says, for it is by grace you have been saved. By God's unmerited favor you have been saved. And it's not from yourselves. It's not by works. Verse 9 says, it's not by works. Some people say, well, you got to have X amount of works to get to heaven. If you want to get to heaven, you got to do this, that, and the other. No, that isn't it. You're saved by God's grace, by God's love for you. He just wants you to have faith and believe in Him. But does He want us to do good works? Sure. Let's Listen to verse 10. For We are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Yes, He wants us to do good works. He wants us to do things that would be a positive influence for Him, to lift people up, to show them Jesus Christ in a powerful way. He wants us to be an example. I think the greatest witness you can be in this world is being a living example. You have an opportunity as another choice every day to be a living example for Jesus. I would encourage you today. As you head off, this is early in the morning if you're listening, it's pretty early in the morning, it's not real early, but eight forty five to nine. Is it say right now, Lord, I'm leaving for this day or I'm gonna get into the center of my work, I'm gonna be in the center of uh situations. Lord, you be in the center of my life. God, open up doors that maybe have never been opened. Show me paths to take maybe that I have never taken. Lord, lead me through this time. Guide everything that I do, that the glory of God would be seen and the power of God would be felt. The Holy Spirit of God would move in lives around us, that we would see miraculous revivals take place. We would see great healings of minds, bodies, emotions take place. God wants to do powerful things in your life, but you've got to be willing. Our Heavenly Father, what a joy to be back on the radio again. What a joy to be with my listeners. Lord, I thank you for them, every one of them. Lord, you know their hearts. You know their minds. You know everything about them. And I pray in the name of Jesus that we would focus on you. We would put our faith and our trust in you. And God, we would serve you with all our soul, might, and mind, and heart. Lord, I love you. I give you thanks for this great day. May it be a great day for all of our listeners. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast,